On today's episode of the Zach and Bashir Show, Bashir and I talked to Osman Humeda. Oz is a sophomore long-distance runner at Virginia Tech who has run 4.03 for the 1500, 8.25 for the 3K, and 14.44 for the 5K. And beyond these fast times, Oz is a really great guy who we had a wide-ranging conversation with, and we go everywhere from talking about Russell Westbrook to hearing about Osman's inspiring process of committing to Virginia Tech. Coming into this podcast, Bashir and Oz were already really good friends, but I didn't know Oz too well. But by the end of this podcast and after recording all of this, I'm able to say that Oz and I are really good friends and I hope you feel that connection as well because Oz is a really incredible guy. So enjoy our wide-ranging conversation with Osman Humeda. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Zach and Bashir Show. Today, we have a special guest, Osman Humeda from Virginia Tech, who is Bashir's teammate. So, Bashir, do a little bit more introducing. Yes. Tell us who Osman is. Yes, this is my man right here. We're actually in the same room. So, for everyone listening, I'm actually with Oz. He's sitting across from me. We're in my room here. Osman Humeda, Oz Money, Oz, Oz the Monster, yes, sir. the Long D Monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the- he's dicing it a little bit. He's icing that a little bit, but you know. Um, yeah, this is just one of my great <laughs> friends. So I thought, who better to have on the podcast? We were thinking of guests, and I really love this guy. So I decided, let's have him on the show. Yeah, what's up, guys? My name is Ozan. Um, I'm a sophomore that goes to Virginia Tech. Uh, I'm a long-distance runner. Um, on my free time, you know, I like to hoop. You, like Bashir already knows from all the L's he takes on 2K oh, and relax, on the court. Relax, like, relax, relax. I don't know what it is, but everybody roasts Bashir's basketball skills. Matt roasted Bashir's basketball skills, and now Oz's. This is wild. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the truth behind it? I mean, clearly, I mean, clearly, he's not good. Like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Well, this is a this is a saying that I like to I like to come with. I don't exactly remember how it goes, but it's something like before great comes hate. Even in the dictionary. <laughs> but Bashir, like you and Great don't go together. Like relax. I am the I'm the better basketball player, the better shooter out of us. This has already been settled. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. not gonna I mean, debate he's it. gonna he's gonna keep saying that like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but like yes, one time yeah. I went to I went to the Y with Bashir. I went to play some basketball, you know, and I'm I'm awful at basketball. Like I like I'll tell you I'm so bad. Zach is not too great. And you still worth them, right? Is that what you about to say? No, no, no. Bro, I was like, bro, Bashir must be so good. He's like yeah, making all these shots. Uh, like he is really? carrying the team. Yes, and then like somebody wait, like Nikhil was like, are nah, sure? are dude. Are we talking about Bashir? Uh, maybe. Like same guy, maybe. Like, <laughs> wait, that's Bashir know. like Virginia Tech Bashir? Yes, Bashir Masavolo. I think so, bro. I think so. What? The six foot curly haired Bashir Masavolo <laughs> that we all know and love. Keep those lies coming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, honestly, Honestly, you might have to start making it just a me and you podcast because all these guests keep coming to my basketball. <laughs> hey, chill. That's all love, you know? Yes. You only give hate to the ones you love, right? Oh, like, yeah. That's so true. That's so true. You can only hate on the people you love. That's what they say. That's what they say. But Oz, you can, you can hate on me. Like, even though we don't know each other too well yet, bro, you can still hate on me. Like, uh, nah, dog. I'm not going to do that to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we both, but I got no reason to hate you. Oz, Oz, Zach is one of my closest friends. Close, like, I love Zach to death. Thank you, bro. And I still hate on him because it's fun. <laughs> I mean, I just met him, bro. But, but like, I don't see it. Because, Zach, what, what would you say about this? I would say that the hate is love. I would say it definitely is. The hate is love. I, mean, I definitely agree with that. But I remember at the start of our friendship, bro. Mm, at the start, I remember. Dude, at the start of our friendship, you used to give me the slaps. Yes. Okay, yeah. well, now you're painting me as a, as a villain, as a villain. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, we will, we'll dig into that in another episode, but, you know. <laughs> 
We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I mean, that's how you have fun, bro. Like, you got to be teasing each other. You got to be roasting each other. You know, yes. that's how it is. Get laughs out of it. That's how the best friendships are made. That's the Absolutely. brotherhood right there. I remember... I remember one of my first friends when I moved to Richmond. So for everyone, I moved to Richmond from Cleveland when I was like nine. My first best friend, I won't say his name here because I'm about to say the story. (laughs) (laughs) Basically in fifth grade, all right, this guy was in my class and I wanted to be friends with him. But like I was a new kid, so he didn't really know me. We've all been there, of course. Yeah, for sure. And I just remember I would like answer a question in class or something, X, Y, and Z. And he would call me like a nerd. Or like a smarty pants or whatever. Yeah. And he would say, I'm gonna beat you up. Um Whoa. I'm gonna beat okay. you up when we get to recess. Whoa. <laughs> and and this is when I knew I had a track feature. So every recess for probably three or four months, like I'm not even kidding, three or four months, we would go and he would chase me down Stop to try and, I'm, I'm so serious, to try and beat me up. <laughs> and look at this. Three or four months, he only caught me once. <laughs> <laughs> and then he he did kind of hurt me i'm not gonna Dang, lie what happened then <laughs> oh no it did hurt i'm not gonna lie but but after like the fourth month we became best friends and that was my good friend for a long time wow dude what a best friend he beats you up and then you become yeah. best friends like wow yes Although Man. I do not condone that type of behavior, Oz, do we condone that type of behavior no, here at Virginia sir, Tech? No, <laughs> no, no fighting here. <laughs> the only fighting is like during strides. You know, like you can only take it out like when we're racing on the track. Like not not physical beat down, just you know, yeah. track time beat down. Oh yeah, this guy right here knows all about that, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Pace Pusher, Mister <laughs> Drop Sixteens on the one fifties. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, call him out, call him out. <laughs> so that's a little bit. So, Oz, we're thinking we're just going to have some questions for you, kind of just have some conversations for you. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. um, I think Zach is going to have some really good questions, and I'm going to kind of poke the bear a little bit because I know I'll probably know some of the answers (laughs) to some of the questions. (laughs) That's fine. Go ahead. So, Zach, I'll start it off. First thing I would say, just kind of a a general question. How would you say your time here at Tex has been on the distance team? What are, like, some takeaways you've taken from because i think a lot of people would just be interested they hear a lot from me they hear from matt they hear from zach so here's just another guy well i would say my time here has been great um i would say brotherhood is the biggest thing i've gotten here so far you know the team is friendly you know you just create friends like on the go like everyone's so welcoming you know you like you can barely talk to people and you'll just get a good vibe from them wow you know like people always got your back no matter what if you need something you know you could always shout out to a friend love that i would say the training also training training with each other has been really good like pushing each other how's so how's that been because i don't i don't even know what sort of training you did at freedom Mm -hmm. so how's the adjustment been from going from freedom kind of talk about like some of the things you did there and the differences right so i would say doubles is a big adjustment i had from Mm -hmm. high school to college in high school like i never used to double like not one day did i double ever in high school Mm -hmm. so that's definitely a big adjustment um the mileage is definitely another big adjustment in high school i would say i run between 40 to 50 miles Mm-hmm. Uh, I hit like maybe 55, 60 my highest week. That was just like one random week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when dead. like something crazy and I was like, on. Yeah, I was like, oh crap, I might get injured. <laughs> Let me bring it down. Like, my knees are aching. Like, bro, like, I need to bring it down. <laughs> but yeah, I would say the training has definitely been so different. The workouts here, obviously, have been a lot harder compared mm-hmm. to high school. Like high school, I would say like the hardest workouts we do are like tempos, you know? Yeah. With, yeah. Um, with some like fast finishes at the end, you know, like maybe 200s at the end or something like that, you know, yeah, yeah. nothing crazy, you know, none of this VP stuff, <laughs> none of this, none of this like comfy, steady recovery, you know, when you're still going like 
550 just to recover before you go into a rap. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And before we get too far away from your high school days, I want to know what mileage you're at, but I also want you to shout out some of the Freedom guys because, you know, I've met some of them at the meets and stuff, and they're awesome guys. And, you know, gosh, shout out the boys. Shout out to Freeman boys. All right, shout out to Sam. Shout out to um, Dom and Foley. Shout out to... Dang, it's hard because most of them are graduating now. Oh, uh, the boys yeah. I used to run with. So it's so hard, you know. It's yeah. a bunch of youngings now. But <laughs> I do know that they're all, that most of them are pressed on your channel, that Because when I went back over winter break, they were talking about your channel. They're like, hey, do you know do you know Zach Levitt? Because your teammate Bashir was on his podcast. And I was like, yes, I do, actually. Because Bashir told me about <laughs> my teammate. And they were talking about your podcast and how good it was, Zach. Like you are like just bro, that's like crazy. Really well known to high school. Thank you, thank you for the love, everyone. And now you're on it, right? Now you're on it. Right. It's crazy. Thank you for the love, everybody. We love the podcast love because the podcast is it's just an amazing place. Like I know, I know we haven't had it going for too long, but I just love having these conversations. Like mm-hmm. I would have never talked to Oz like this before. I wouldn't have ever had some of these conversations I've had with Bashir right. yes. and Matt. Like it's just so genuine. It's such a great place to have great right. conversations. And like, yes. I just love it so far. Like, I'm glad you guys are here. Like, I'm glad we're all here. Absolutely. Like, and Zach, tell me what time. you think of this. I really think it's honestly the Zach and Bashir and Friends podcast. Because even if we don't always have our friends on it, mm-hmm. I know at least me. And I'd say for you, like, our friends are a big part of our life and definitely help any success we have. So I think the Zach and Bashir and Friends, and it's nice to have some friends on it. Like, I was over here. Greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, even if no friends come on, like, we know that we're going to be talking about friends. Like, all of our friends are related to this in some way. And, like, whenever they do come on, they're just, like, a part of the show. Like, it's just all a huge community. And, I mean, someday, like, you listening may come on the show. We never know because we're actually hosting a competition to kind of get some people on the show. So, yes. Bashir, if you want to tell people about that real quick. Yes. I mean, that's So, if you little, listen mm. to the last podcast, you heard me and Zach's conversation about kind of logos in general specifically nike but i mentioned how i could i think i could make myself a nice little logo equal to the nike check or better probably better honestly mm. <laughs> oz what do you think of that so we last podcast we talked about zach said how the nike check he said was so perfect mm-hmm. just in how the check like, like just the design the, the design of the check which is so fitting yeah mm-hmm. i just said it was and, perfect just incredible and i said i think it's more of Nike is so great. The check isn't too special. I could probably make a better design. So what? Do, what do you think? Honestly, Zach, I gotta go with Bashir on this one. Like, I think I think the company is just so great. Oof, like you think, Zach, like the design is so simple, bro. Like it's just a check. <laughs> like why does a check have so much clout? But then you realize you realize how great the company is, and you're just like, wow, like wow, you put all that clout in just a check, bro. Like you can come on, Zach. You can't tell me you can. Like, you can have a better design than a check. Not that it's not great. It is great. Like, it's so simple. And, like, just do it, you know? Like, check it off. Like, I get it, you know? Like, it's a great design. Oz has a check on right now, right on this shirt. He has the big mention, it's not just a check. It's a swoosh. So, like, it's a whole different design. Like, it's, it's a big discussion there, bro. You can't, you can't be dissing the check or the swoosh with a check. Check, swoosh. Regardless, I've been working on a design that I think is better. So, I'm definitely going to post it to the Instagram. If you're not following our Instagram, we're going to put it in the show notes. So definitely go ahead and follow that for updates, things we talk about in the podcast. And back to the competition, we're thinking after I put out my design, if any of you guys think that you have a better design in mind or anything that you think can top mine, definitely submit it. 
feel free to message it to us and we're going to have a nice competition and Zach and I will kind of choose which ones we think are the best and we'll find a way to maybe vote for a winner. And we're thinking of some cool prizes for the winner. Don't worry. We're going to keep it a surprise, but we actually have some really cool ones that maybe you guys could choose depending on what you guys want to do. But that is a competition we're thinking of. I'm probably going to have the design out, my design, probably today or tomorrow. And that can kind of kickstart the competition until the next podcast. And then I'm thinking we'll announce the winner on the next podcast. Yeah. And one of the prize hints is, you know, it may have something to do with you possibly coming on the podcast. But I mean, we'll just leave it at that because we still have some big questions for Oz. We still got a lot of good, juicy stuff to dig into. So Bashir, you want to take us into another question, bro? We can talk about what we did this morning, yeah. but for the mileage, I'll let you go ahead and answer that so long. Right. So last week, I just hit 82, mm. from my, which is the highest mileage I, like, I've ever hit. On six days. In my whole running career. Yes, mm-hmm. on six days. And Crazy. Like, honestly, bro, like your body just feels so broken down from that. <laughs> like, that's not even, like typically for a college runner, like that's not even that high. But like for mm. me, that's just so much. Yeah. But like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's paying off. Like I feel like I'm getting a lot fitter. Mm-hmm. My body is feeling a lot better on like race days and stuff. Yes. Because you're definitely going to be running some longer races. What type of races are you looking to run? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to be a 10K guy. Woo! Um, I'll probably be in the 5K too, but primarily it's going to be 10K, you know? I'm mm. a long-distance guy. Got to love that. So, so how do you how do you feel about that? I mean, honestly, bro, like, you got to make use of what you have, you know? Like, I'm a long-distance guy, you know? It's not, like, it's not something you should be complaining about, you know? Like, oh, it's all those laps on the track. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, it's dreading. Like, honestly, bro, you, like, you just got to be brave about it, bro. I love that. Take away from Oz what he just said, because I know a lot of people, especially, like, in high school, even in college, when people go higher in distances, they I think they start to complain more. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. People complain so much, bro. Another thing, bro, like, in high school, bro, like, you know those runs would be, like, 650 on, like, the easy days. Yeah. <laughs> like, they would always be sub seven, bro. Here, yes. you're so burnt out from the day before from a hard workout. You're struggling to break 7.30, bro. Like, it's so hard. You don't understand, bro. Like, it's so <laughs> That's hard. crazy. Yeah. Like your body's just hurting so much. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I I can attest to everything he's saying. I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> okay, so then, so tell him, I was telling what we did this morning. Oh my gosh. So this morning. <laughs> well, I'm ready for had, this. <laughs> this morning, we had a typical hill pendapis workout, which we have every Wednesday, usually typically in season. But let me tell you something, Zach. This workout is so dreading, bro. You be in your bed at night the day before, just like dreading about the workout. Like, almost crying, bro. Like you be twisting and turning, thinking about the workout. You're like, oh yes. my God, I'm really about Those to put my body through that. Those deadly nightmares. Yeah, right. And like nine hours, you're like, dang, I'm really about to put my body through that. Bro. Yes. Like, oh my God. You get, like sometimes I get nightmares about it, bro. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Basically, it's just, it's a long workout that's like, that goes up to maybe 90 minutes, you know, on the max. How many miles did you... So me and Oz finished at the same time. How mm-hmm. many miles do you... Because I'm actually wondering for my logs and such. Maybe 13 miles. I would say about 13 miles. Uh, about you get 13 a good miles. 13 miles from hills on this Bro, That's a quick half marathon. Right. And like, you got to think about like, you just hills. like, you're hammering out these miles. Like, you're not even like going slow. Yes. You're not going straight. Like, you're going up hills, bro. Yes. Like, it's so hard. <laughs> And those hills at Tech are mountains. Yes, if yes, bro, they, they, people they can look at the um area that Tech is in. It is not a flat area. Yes, bro, like it's Blacksburg, bro. Everything is hilly, bro. <laughs> yeah, we definitely get used to hills. Yeah, here. I can't even imagine. But yeah, bro, basically the workout like there's so many parts to it. You know, like you start out with the basic long hill, which is like I would say maybe what this year, like 1,200 meters. So let me let me take let me take people through this hill because this hill is a thing. When I'm 35, when I'm 45, this is the hill that's gonna have me wake up. 
in sweats on a Wednesday morning. Literally known to take bodies. Literally. <laughs> no, like this is drop. this is the hill. <laughs> wow. I have, so basically, this hill. And the, the crazy thing is, us explaining it will never do it justice. We'll try never. to do it justice. You won't know until you. You won't know. Experience. Yes. Everybody has to close their eyes for this. Yeah. Close your uh, eyes. Right. So just imagine. Really picture this. Imagine you're by a pond. I'd say by a pond. Mm-hmm. A lot of trees around. Right. Foresty area, but the forest is kind of brown, not green. <laughs> I'm really giving you guys some Mark Twain imagery here. Mm-hmm. And basically, we start the hill at kind of a tempo pace, a faster pace. That's always what we're doing in this type of workout. And we automatically start through this cut in the woods and we start going up. I'd say this start is pretty gradual. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's going to be getting you Like going. you're really like hurting yet. No. You're just like, you can tell you're going uphill, but like you're not hurting yes. yet. So anyways, you go up this about 200 meters and then it flattens out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now right. you're feeling you enjoy better. that quick five seconds. You're like, wow. Look yes. Nice flat before yes. You. But the thing is, when you're doing it with the team, when you're doing it with people, other people love to go fast. Mm -hmm. So you're never really relaxing. Never. If it flattens out, maybe the pace picks up. Right. Definitely. You know, people adjust like, oh, it's flat. Like it's time to move them. Yeah. So it's never easy. So then I would say for a long portion, kind of to keep it simple, for maybe 600 meters, it's relatively flat. Mm -hmm. Definitely up and down. But you guys can just imagine relatively flat. I would say that too. Yes. That's fair. And then, so you might be wondering, it's about a 1,200 meter hill. We've described to you about 900 meters. How could it be that hard? Mm-hmm. Oz. Oh my God. Bro. Oz. Oh my God. I don't even know what to say. Don't do it, Tom, but you're not. So it. basically, what happens is. Da, da, da. <laughs> you're, so you're going kind of through the woods. You don't really know where you are. And you get to this clearing. And basically, right as you hit the clearing, you make a U turn. Mm-hmm. And parallel to the trail you were just on is another trail Mm -hmm. so you make this u-turn we call i call it the Mm u-turn and as soon as you turn you look up this is not a gradual hill in front of you (laughs) now this this is mount everest directly up so basically (laughs) you make a u-turn and then you're automatically going directly up. right you're on grass too you know you're on grass and Listeners, I cannot explain to you enough how steep it is. Oh, my it, God. And here's the crazy part. The pace really does not slow down. Mm-hmm. It does not. It, it does, does not, not slow down. You slow down, but you the pace. Slow down, but the pace is moving. So yes. like people are still moving. People, people are, are trying to get moving. to the top. Yes. So basically, dude, oh. that's like 300 meters. And the last 50 meters of it is twice as steep. I don't oh even understand. Right. And so basically, when you get to that part, you just punch it. And you really focus on your form. You focus on moving up those hills because they say like hills build speed. So that was our Wednesday morning hill workout. Today's Wednesday, obviously. We're kind of in shambles after that. Right. I know Oz took a really long nap. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> I was napping for about an hour and a half today. Yes. Like that. So it's kind of just team tradition. Wednesday morning, you go super hard. And then throughout the day, you just kind of rec- try to recover. Wow. Well, that was a, that was a great story. And uh, talking about stories, I have our second question. Go ahead. You know, I, I'm feeling this team chemistry. You know, I'm feeling this team suffering. But what's the like funniest thing that's happened with the team, just with the boys or or with the girls team? Like, what is the funniest thing that you guys have seen? Funniest thing that's happened. Yeah, like, dude, tell us the funniest story, like the funniest experience, appropriate. the craziest thing. Keep it appropriate yeah. here. Well, okay. Well, this honestly, bro, like this. Or you can give us a hypothetical. First of all, this team is full of so many clowns, so like it's so hard to choose from. <laughs> but I'm gonna just give you one that happened. Wait, last before, year, before you year. do that, what do you mean by clowns? Because I think that's a unique term. Clouds. I just mean 
goofballs, you know, people that people that do things that like they don't that they find normal, but like it's so funny. Like it's just <laughs> it's so funny. And it has a whole as everyone geeking, bro. Like it's so strange. But they think it's normal, but everyone's just clowning them. And it's the, it's the things they say too that's just so funny, bro. Like even the most random things sometimes. Like, it's just so funny. Yeah. Okay, so continue. What story? Right, so let me continue the story. So this involves my good old friend Zach, Zach Witt. I think you're good friends with him, Zach. Oh, we know Zach Witt. Zach Witt is a local legend right. from the Richmond That's area, you know. know. We'll definitely have him on the podcast. We like I'd say, Zach, that almost every everyone that we're gonna reference at some point, our goal is to have them on the pa- podcast as well at some point. Yeah. So, anyways, this is freshman year, and this is when Coach Thomas was on the team. And we're doing drills. This is an afternoon practice. Like we're just doing hurdle walks basically walking over the hurdles and stuff. So everyone's in a line, right? Single file, like going through the hurdles one at a time, going through the drills and stuff. And suddenly a phone rings, right? And it's Zach's phone. And the <laughs> phone is ringing. And Zach is like, oh, crap, I need to pick it up. While we're all doing drills, Coach Thomas is in the middle of the hurdles, standing right there, <laughs> and we're all doing drills. And Zach hears his phone ringing, and he says, oh, crap, I need to pick it up. So he goes and picks up his phone, and he starts talking to his mom. In the middle of practice, bro. In the middle of drills. And it's like one of the first practices, too. Yes, and like, very early. As freshmen, right. Like, we're freshmen, too. Like, this is such a – like, if anything's a freshman move, like, this might be it. But honestly, like, we were just so surprised. Like, Zach just pulls to the side and picks up the phone and starts talking to his mom. While we're all doing drills, bro. And we're all just like, what? What what is he doing? Like, what is that? Bro, like, are you not doing drills? He's like, he's like, hold on, hold on. Like, it's my mom. Like, I got an answer, bro. Like, I told her I'll call it back, bro. Like, I got to talk to my mom. I was like, dang. I was like, everyone's just so confused, bro. Everyone's like, trying not to laugh, you know, because we're focused. We're doing the drills and stuff. So, like, I would say, like, that was so funny. Because, like, after, because, like, honestly, we couldn't laugh that hard at the time because Coach Thomas right there was there and stuff. And we were focused on the drills. But everyone talked about it after practice, and it was just so funny. Because, <laughs> like, he really just picked up the phone and started talking to his mom in the middle of drills, bro. Like, it was just so funny, bro. <laughs> that is pretty hilarious, bro. I can, I can imagine that. Like, I can just imagine Zach acting as if that was nothing. No hate, Zach. Like, I love you, bro. But that is just, that's just a funny, that's <laughs> right. a funny thing. I love you, too, Zach. It was so funny, bro. Like, yes. it was just such a funny thing to do. That's so interesting. Like, I was, I'm so impressed that you thought of that story so quickly. Because that memory to me seems so far away ago, really? but he really, right. he really thought of it so fast. Yeah, it was just, it was just so funny. Like something mm-hmm. just always been in my mind, you know. And like the funny thing is, like I asked Zach too if it was like an emergency call or anything, <laughs> and he was like, "No, like I just told my mom I would call her, or like, or I, or like I would talk to her." So like eventually, like I had to talk to her. I was like, Zach, but we were in practice. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you, Zach. By the way, shout out to Zach. <laughs> Okay, so hearing about all this tech pride and like your love for the boys, I just want to know like how did you decide on tech and like how did you end up making that decision? Because it's a hard decision and I always love hearing that process and I know like a lot of people also like hearing that. So Oz, tell us how did you end up with tech and like what other schools were you looking at? Well, to start, um, tech was always one of my dream schools, like one of my schools I really wanted to go to, you know. But I was always worried that I couldn't get in, you know, because I didn't have the highest of the grades, you know, mm-hmm. as like, it's so competitive to get into this. And also, like, I wanted to continue my running career, you know, and like knowing how good the team was, I didn't know if I had like the qualifications to be on the team, you know. But luckily, my high school coach, shout out to Coach Markley, who goes to Valley now. But, um, <laughs> so he, he was like, he was actually on the track team here. Oh wow! So he knew the coach who was Coach Thomas. 
and he had connections with them. Mm-hmm. So he talked to him for me a little bit and he said, Hey, I have an athlete here, you know, cause I started running like sophomore year of high school, really. Like that's when I really started taking mm-hmm. it serious towards the end. And I didn't get fast wow. really till my, I guess fast, but not really. I didn't get like, I didn't start dropping my times really till <laughs> senior year when my time started to stand out, you know? So like, it was so hard. Cause like everyone was already like committing and stuff. Everyone like had an idea of where they wanted to go and stuff already. So like, I was really like coming in late. So Coach Markey contacts him and he says, like, he talks to him about me. Cause like my time, like from, I would say from junior to senior year, just dropped, bro. Like dropped like crazy. <laughs> like my senior, like my first two mile I ran senior year, like I never broke 10. And then like the first time I ran, like I ended up running like 930 something. Which oh is my God. So what do you say? So I dropped like 35 seconds. What is the reason for that? Like, why, why do you think there's such a I mean, bro, difference? honestly, I would say like my body just changed so much. Like I got so much fitter. I grew like maybe six inches over the summer, wow. bro. Like I had a major growth bump, bro. Like puberty played a big role, bro. Like you don't understand. Like I used to be so short in high school. <laughs> but, like I literally grew like <laughs> I might have grown like over a foot in just high school, bro. Like I, I oh grown, so, I had so many growth spots over the summer and stuff. And just like as I ran more, like I got more fit and stuff, and my time just started to drop like this, you know. So like I said, like the first two mile, you know, I was just able to drop like thirty something seconds on my time. I was like, dang. And then that's when really the opportunities like opened up for me. Oh know? yeah. So basically, my coach talked to Coach Thomas, which was like they already had a connection, you know, like they kind of know each other well because he was his coach. Yeah. You know? So it worked out so well. So he talked to him for me and he said, like, you know, like I have an athlete, I have Oz here, you know, he's trying to around college, you know, like, what would I have to get him to to be on the team, you know? So basically <laughs> Coach Thomas was like, Yeah, like his times are good, but like if you can just like if he can drop if he can drop his times a little bit more, you know, like then like he can earn a spot, you know. Cause my times yeah. were like four thirty something in the mile at the time. Um my two miles like nine thirty something. So basically he wanted me in like at least the bare minimum like nine twenties, you know, mm-hmm. in the yeah. two mile. At like sub four thirty at least in the mile, bro, which was my goal. So I was like, all right, bet I'll do that. So like as luckily as my senior went by, you know, I was able to hit those times, you know, and then wow. I got in contact with Coach Eric. Obviously, he contacted me and I earned my spot on the team, which is something I was so proud wow. about. Something I was very happy about. Dude, that just gave me chills. Yeah, I great story. It, it was so hard because like nothing was determined, you know. Like I had to like yeah, really, yeah. I had to like I really had to earn my spot. Yeah, that must have like, been a crazy feeling kind of knowing. Yeah, it was hard, bro. Cause like I know, like I knew how fast the guys were here and like I knew like I like what position I had to put myself in order though in order to earn the spot. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a struggle, but it was definitely worth it, you know. Like I love it here now. Like I really I'm really glad like I went through everything I did. That's crazy. And so you had no other schools you were looking at? It was it was just tech and you were gunning for them? No, like obviously like I saw a backup, you know, like I still wanted to run in college, mm-hmm. you know. Like I saw, I was still looking at VCU, you know. Uh, Mason, yeah, yeah. I looked at Mason also a little bit. Um, what else? East Great Carolina schools. was one of the schools I wanted mm, to go to. VCU, you know? right? And My like, dad's alma mater. <laughs> oh wow, interesting. Dang. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Like there were other offers, you know, but like. My in my mindset, I was like, if I'm running in college, bro, like I need to go D1, mm-hmm. you know. So like, I didn't really look at other schools besides like the D1 offers I got. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing to me, also. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with going D3 or D2. It's just that like D1 is a different level of like commitment. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely not. Not, not at all, bro. Everything works for. There were actually people. some great D3 schools out there, like. Like I really like I'm really into those. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, great people come out of like all different types of programs. I think like the biggest thing is just I've heard like from D three schools and stuff, just the amount of like practice time and the amount of hours you like literally have to spend 
at practice is just so different from D1 to D3. And it's just different for like what you want, you know? And like, obviously for you, you want that like full commitment, like full D1 experience, which is like, that that's super fair. I was I was right there with you. Like you said, there are differences, but at the, at the end of the day, like it's just like, it's, a, it's really just about the program, like yes. what program you're in, you know? Like running is running regardless, you know? Ooh. You can still achieve goals like from any program you go in. Oh, for so. sure. Just got to put in the time. Yeah, definitely. It is. It's it's interesting how people just end up where they end up. Right. And you, you, like, you yeah. might never know. Right. Because like you have so many ways you can take. Like there's so yes. many pathways you can go. Yes. So, so many places you can end up, you know. But like eventually you got to come, like you got to choose one eventually. Yes. And you are where you are, you know. And you got to make yeah. what you have out of it. You got to make use of what you have out of it. So. Dude, amazing. Yes. So this question is just maybe this question should have been asked first Mm -hmm. but it is being asked now no problem if you have been listening you've definitely been hearing oz say some words that maybe you're not familiar with like size hip things like that (laughs) and i know i know when i first came to school this northern virginia talk Mm. was very foreign to me Mm -hmm. so i would just like to clarify oz i would like you to clarify some of those northern virginia slang words that you use like hip all those sort of things for the listeners that might not understand what they mean. So basically, but she wants to get hip to the lingo, basically the talk of the talk, basically <laughs> the best way to talk. <sighs> so I'm going to tell you right now. So one of the, one of the best slang terms from Nova, I would say is definitely the word bet, you know, like mm-hmm. if you're about to classic. do something, if you're about to tell your friend something, you just say like bet, like I'm there. Like that's a classic Nova thing. Mm-hmm. Another thing I would say is from Nova is hip. You know, like I'm hip, like I'm hip to that, you know, like I'm just, I'm hip to, I'm hip to whatever you're doing. Like, I know what you're talking about, you know, like it's just, it's so catchy too. Yeah. It's so easy to say. And it's so short and quick. Like you just say I'm hip, you know, and it's just like, it's just the lingo going around, you know, it's like, you can't change like how you're raised, you know, like that's that's just where I'm from. (laughs) That's That's just how I talk. Like I'm hip. Like you got to get hip. (laughs) Oh, and obviously size, you know, size is a big one. Size. Size is one that really had me confused for a few months. I really don't know that. Honestly. Yes. Please. please Are you serious? I wouldn't even say this is a Nova's term, honestly, because like size. I mean, I kind of, I have an idea. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not a hundred percent. Well, size I would say might be like the biggest slang word I use from Nova, honestly, Mm because like, your bros are always hyping you up and stuff. So, like, they really be sicing you sometimes. Meaning, like, they hype you up for, like, no reason, obviously, sometimes just to clown you and stuff. Or, like, if they're fabricating the story <laughs> or exaggerating the story, they'll sice the yes. story, you know? So, you just, like, oh, like, for example, like, if Bashir is, like, clowning me or, like, changing the story up a bit, I'll be like, oh, you're sicing it. Chill. Like, mm-hmm. you're sicing it. Stop sicing it. <laughs> or, you know, if Coach... If coach takes off a rep after workout, you know, I'd be like, oh, bet he sized us. Like, oh my God, that's such a size. Oh my God, like my legs are great now. Oh wow. God. Like, that's such a size. Yes. Size one that really had me confused. Hip was one that really had me confused. And I've heard you say it in the podcast. So I thought it was important that we kind of get those out of the way because maybe people were thinking Oz was speaking a different language. You know? <laughs> Need a little table of contents here. That's a Northern Virginia slang. So there you go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't find that a different language. I think, <laughs> I think most people understand what I'm talking about if you're a real one. And I mean, if you're from outside the country, if you're from outside Virginia, you might have to bring these words to your state or country because I mean, these are some hip words and we got to spread the lingo. We got to spread the, the culture. You got to get hip. Like, I mean, that's I mean, some... You got to get hip. Got to get hip. <laughs> Yeah, dude. As, as he says it best. Oh my god, <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> I think so. I think this might be the last question, unless we have another more pressing one. But yeah, and then we'll go the would you rather because there's some 
Good ones for Oz to come. Uh, yes. That's fine. My question, which is not really a question because I know the answer, but I think this will show a lot of people what Oz <laughs> is. Oz, how do you feel about the statement, Russell Westbrook and the Migos are trash? Okay, well, first of all, that's just like, that's the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard. Because <laughs> yesterday, if you watch basketball, you saw Russell Westbrook get 20 points, 20 assists, 20 rebounds. Yeah, but he can't shoot. Oof. But that's the size of points. He still, <laughs> he, still, he still carried his team to the playoffs, and he's a reigning MVP, and he's averaging a triple-double. Mm. So I don't know what to tell you. Like, that doesn't matter that he can't shoot, because he still can Dude, like, he's still doing everything okay. else. So that's and the Migos, the they're overused, dead. And the Migos are not dead. They just, like, they they might have reached their peak, but they're not dead. The things they've accomplished have been so great. Like, it's just hard to beat that. It's hard to come up with something so great. Because, like, they've achieved a level that was so high. That's just, like, so hard to pass oh, that. And let me throw like, in. The, like, culture one, like, bad and bougie t-shirt, <laughs> slippery. Like, all those songs, bro, those songs are so hard to beat. Like, culture, it was so hard to beat culture one, bro. Like, culture two came out with some bangers, you know, like, surfing and stuff like that. But it wasn't as, it wasn't as great as culture one, you know, because that was just a go album. Yes, for, for everyone listening, I knew exactly that he would say those two things. But <laughs> Oz loves Russell Westbrook, and he loves Amigos. And you can't really know the guy if you don't know that. So I thought it worth asking. Wow, I'm glad it. we got into that controversy. Oh my gosh, it sounded like Oz is really defensive about his stuff. Oh my gosh. By the way, fans, Russell Westbrook is the great, the greatest point guard out there right now. <laughs> okay, it's not a and... basketball podcast. It's not a basketball <laughs> podcast, so I'm not going to bring up the blasphemy and the disrespect for people like James Harden and Steph Curry because it's not a basketball podcast, but I'll address it after the podcast. <laughs> okay. okay. So I think that's, we're done with the questions. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on to some Would You Rather then because, you know, Would You Rather is kind of fun. And uh, I feel like this, this is a good way to get to know Oz. And so I'm going to get into a little bit of uh, tea that I've been hearing about, honestly. This is so. Oh, slab. What have you been telling the spirit? Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do it, bro. Okay, so I have a question. Would you rather try to approach a girl that you possibly like and maybe ask her out on a date and possibly fail? Or never approach her at all. And if you have any real life examples, I mean, we'd love to hear some stories. So let's let's yeah. If you have any examples, I'd love to hear an example. Well, bro, I would say I would definitely rather approach her than just like not attempt to approach her at all and move on. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, like it's 2019 here, we're moving differently. Like, why (laughs) would you not shoot the shots when you have the opportunity, bro? Like, if you really like a girl, bro, you should really just go show your feelings, like show your feelings towards her, bro. Like, why are you just gonna like mess up opportunities you have when like? She's right there. Like, I would definitely just go and talk to her. So here's the story. So here's the story, I guess. So basically, a friend was debating whether he should shoot his shot with a girl or not. And we were just having dinner at West End, which is a dining hall at Virginia Tech. So he was, like, you know, getting nervous and stuff. We were telling him, like, he should just pull up, you know, like, just pull up, have a conversation with her, you know, like, it's not a problem at all. And he was getting so nervous and stuff, you know. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So he finally stands up and just ends up sitting right back down. He's like, I'm not doing it, bro. It's too nerve-wracking. I'm like, it's okay, bro. Like, I get you. I was like, but sure, let's leave, bro. Like, it's time to dip, bro. It's getting late. So I was like, wait, hold up, bro. Like, <laughs> let me show him. Like, it's not that hard. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna talk to a girl, bro, it's not that hard. Like, you can easily have a conversation with her. Like, you should take the shots you have, you know. So I'm like, but sure, bro. I'm gonna go show. Him, like, it's not that hard, bro. Like, you could easily just talk and have a conversation and maybe get a number out of it. Maybe get something good out of it. So I'm like, all right, but sure. I'm gonna go pull up on that girl <laughs> right there. So it was just two girls sitting across from us, across the table, and. 
honestly, I would say they saw it coming because <laughs> we all moved. Like, we all got up from our original table, and then we just sat down to a table closer to them. And so they kind of saw it coming. Just a little table fun. hopping over there. Oh, my right. gosh. So a little table hopping. So I was like, ah, I'm going to do it for y'all. So I got a little nervous. So I'm like, Bashir, wait, let me check myself, bro. Am I looking good? Like, he was looking pretty good. Let me check. Is my shirt good? Is there anything on my face, bro? Like, let me check. I was like, hi, right, I'm ready. I'm ready, bro. Oh, you ready? I was like, I was like, chill. It's not that hard, bro. Let's go. So I go and I approach them. And I'm like, hey, is it okay if I sit with you guys? Mm. And they're like, no, not at all. You can mm. sit. Smooth. So I start the conversation off. Wow. So I'm like, hey, so I'm just trying to talk to new people here. So what's your names and stuff like that? So I get both the both of their names and stuff, you know. I asked them like what year they are and stuff, and they asked me what year. I told them I'm a sophomore, and they say, "Oh, that's cool." And they say, "Oh, wait, are you an athlete?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I am. I actually run track." And like, obviously, they knew that because I had the backpack on because we were coming back from practice, you know. So like, I had it on me already as we were because we oh, were yeah. getting ready to leave. Like, I did this last minute, so I had the backpack on me. So they were like, "Yeah, are you an athlete?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm on the track team." And they were like, "Oh, that's cool. Like, wait, what are you guys doing here? Like, you guys eat at Weston a lot?" I'm like. Yeah, I mean, we're people too. <laughs> just because we do a sport, like, doesn't mean just because we do a sport doesn't mean we don't eat at dining halls. And, you know, like, they're throwing little giggles here and there, which is, you know, good. You know, I'm kind of happy. Mm, about yeah. And then, um, and then, so, like, I basically end the conversation short, you know, because I, I was just trying to prove a point, like, it's not hard, you know, to get a number yeah. or to just, or just to approach a girl, you know. So I was like, all right, I'm about to dip with my friends, but it's okay if I get your Snapchat. And she's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> so I pull out my phone and she gives me her Snapchat. And I, I put it in. I was like, bet. Okay, I'll see you around. She's like, okay, see you. And I basically did. Like, the moral of the lesson, obviously, is just to always shoot your shot, you know? Like, be confident in yourself, you know? Like, it's 2019. Like, don't waste opportunities like that, you know? Because, like, worst thing, worst thing is worse, you know? Like, she says no or she rejects you. But what does that mean? Like, there's other girls, too. Like, what does that mean to you? Like, you don't know her. Like, why does that matter? Like, how does that affect you at all in any type of way? Like, say she says no like what is that gonna do like your rep is not gonna go down like that's one girl that goes to the school like that literally means nothing to me so i say like always go yeah always go for it that literally applies to everything too like that that is so bold that you did that i'm so impressed like (laughs) honestly i mean i'm gonna be honest Zach. it was it was a little nerve-wracking but i'm like but like in my head i'm just like bro like i have nothing to lose bro like i gotta go for it like you just gotta go like you just gotta once you commit to it it's really not that hard like once you're in the moment it's not that hard. Yes. But like, I understand how it could be a little hard at first because it is a little nerve wracking because you're pulling up on someone like you have no relationship to, like you have no connection at all. Like you're just pulling, like yeah. you're just coming blind at them, you know? So I understand, but like, I would still go for it, definitely. And you never know how it's going to go, you know? Yeah. So I'd definitely go for it. Bro, I love that. For sure. What's your, would you rather? So mm. given the price points of AirPods, which are $150, <laughs> and given the price point of Beats, which are $300, mm-hmm. some context for the listeners, me and Oz are currently using my AirPods, but one of our close friends, his roommate actually has Beats, so Oz is familiar with both sound mm. systems. I mean, we're using the AirPods sound systems. Like, what we have right now. High quality. Yes. Which would you purchase, given you have approximately $450, which are you purchasing? Four hundred fifty dollars. Well, bro, you can get two you know, pairs of AirPods for that. Two, two, almost three, almost but, three. Okay. Zach. Wow. Well, this is not even a question, really, honestly, because like the answer. It's a is would you clear. rather. I mean, it's a clear would you rather. But I'm gonna be, I'm gonna give you the facts. So, first of all, you wouldn't need two AirPods. Second of all, you don't need <laughs> any AirPods at all. Oh my god. Because you have the option. Because let me tell you this: you have the option of getting Beats, the best headphones <laughs> out there. Literally the best headphones. <laughs> Like, why would you not want to get Beats? 
Like, why would you want AirPods over Beats? Like, I don't understand that. Like, Beats have better sound quality. <laughs> they're headphones. They have the clout in them. Like, literally, they're Beats. Beats by Dr. Dre. They have the clout in them, bro. Why do you think everyone wears them? Like, LeBron James, Travis Scott, Odell. Like, you got all these all-stars. You got all these famous people wearing Beats. Do you see them walk around with wow. AirPods? No. They might own a pair because they're famous, but what do they like better? They like their Beats. <laughs> Like when I see someone bro, walking, why do they call it the AirPod Flex, yes, bro? Like honestly, like that's a fake name, Zach. I don't know what to tell you. There's no flex <laughs> at all. Like Zach, when I dude, everybody calls it the AirPod Flex. Like oh the my AirPod gosh, <laughs> that's funny because there's literally no flex. <laughs> like Zach, let me tell you something. When I see someone walking with AirPods, Zach, like I literally don't see that much clout in them, bro. I just, <laughs> I just call them like oh, like it's a rich boy, like he's just buying AirPods, just buy AirPods, bro. But when I see someone coming down the lane with Beats. I'm like, dang, like this man has clout, bro. Like this man's bumped into his music. Like this man's really enjoying life. Like this man's really having a great time. He really bought like the best headphones <laughs> out there. He has clout on him. Beats by Dr. Dre, you know. I'm like, I give him respect, you know. I'm like, that's clout. That's a good flex right yes. there. But I don't see no flexing. <laughs> okay, but bro, let me so. bring let me bring the whole podcast round here because if you remember earlier, we were just discussing the Nike check, mm-hmm. and you noticed how the Nike check is not actually a great logo it's just what's behind it that makes you think the logo is great right so are you willing to admit that maybe beats aren't that great of a headset or in the scenario but the things behind beats such as beats by dr dre no because here's where you're wrong but you're like beats are actually like they're actually a great headset like the headphones feel so comfortable when you put them on you feel like you're in the zone you're really tuning into your music and like you just had the clout on you, you know, it's beats by Dr. Dre. Like you're literally getting everything by wearing them, bro. Like okay. I don't know what to tell you. Like the design, the design is great. Unlike the Nike Switch, where it's just like, it's just a Switch, you know, not that it's not great. I still think it's a good design, but like the design is great on the beats. Like it's great. Like the beats look tough. Like the colors are nice with it. The headphones are nice. Like everything about it is just so great. Okay. I, I guess, I guess you're, I, there's two types of people in the world, <laughs> I believe. There's the, uh, AirPod people in the beach. I mean, people. there's the people that want to look better and there's people that don't want to look better, I guess. So whatever, however you want to take it. <laughs> any, any listeners with AirPods not feel any sort of way because both me and Zach enjoy our AirPods. So do not I feel mean, do not don't, feel judged. Don't get me wrong, viewers. Nothing wrong with AirPods, but like, why would you just not want to look better? Like, why would you not want the better experience? Like, I just don't understand that. But it's okay. <laughs> well, oh, Oz, we, we really appreciate having you on yes, the podcast. Yes, thank you so much. This was actually a great opportunity. You know, if, I had a blast. Is there anything you want to say just to anyone at all? Like, any Honestly, listeners just to anyone? Shout out to Bashir, you know, shout out to Zach. Shout out to all you fans, you know, who are listening to this podcast. You know, thank you so much, you know. Keep supporting Bash and Zach, you know, they're doing a great job, you know. I was extremely honored to be on this podcast, you know, when Bashir asked me if I wanted to be on it. I was so extremely honored to be on it. You know? <laughs> so thank you so much. <laughs> Well, as you could hear, it was incredible having Oz on the podcast, and we're so happy that he could join us for this week of the Zach and Bashir Show. And thank you all for listening all the way to the end. If you are still here, we would love it if you rated us on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot for the show and the future of the show. And so it would be great if you did that. And some news about the podcast. We have three really exciting guests coming in the upcoming weeks, being Ernest Kim from Nike, the Athlete Special, who is a great runner, sub-four miler, and YouTuber, and then Easton Allred, who is one of the best high school 
milers, distance runners, and incredible athletes. So we have a lot of really great people coming on the podcast in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for some exciting content and follow our Instagram that will be in the show notes for more updates on the podcast. But thank you all for listening to this week's podcast. And we're so happy that you could join us. But until the next time, live happy and be healthy.